At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Number three of VEASAN's primetime action Wednesday night for the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang out with us tonight. Uh, NBA Finals game number four uh, we think is about to tip off. We never know uh, if it's going to be uh, in the next few minutes or, I don't know, about 15 minutes from now. But excited to see that go down in Milwaukee. Uh, four and a half, and uh, what's the total now? Yeah, we've got uh, four and a half, and you know what? All my numbers just went off the board. Four and a half in four, favor of yeah, the Bucks, four and a half of course. Everywhere, including the South Point now. Oh, okay, we're showing a five on the screen. Four and a half everywhere in favor of the Bucks. Total settles in at, what, 221 and a half? Preston Johnson like the under there? Yeah, it came down. I, no more 222s around and only a couple 221 and a halves. Uh, yeah, 220 and, 220 and a half at DraftKings. And uh, a lot of 220 and a halves and 221s. Yeah, WNBA All-Star Game. Again, if you missed the uh, probably the biggest sports betting deal tonight, uh, 251 and a half was posted at the uh, Circa, at Circa Sports uh, by Matt Metcalf and crew. Uh, they admit, uh, yeah, just uh, just one of those days where uh, it was a bad uh, a bad number and uh, dropped 60 points. The under was bet down 60 points. And again, for those new to sports betting, if something moves five points, it's a story, let alone 10 or 20. 60 is like something we could never have predicted ever in anything ever in life. 60 is like a WNBA team total, I thought. Yeah. 
settles in settles in fifty five points lower than the initial uh, the initial release. Uh, it's going to go way under all of it, oh, eighty six to eighty. Yeah, they just quit scoring after that yeah. first quarter. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Hyatt wrote in and asked, "What's the strangest or oddest sporting event we've ever wagered on and won?" Easily for me, ping pong. Whenever we were in the pandemic, yeah, ping. It was pong. the only thing going, and so ping pong for ping me. Ping pong, sure. like I think, like lower division German soccer, probably. That's pretty odd for me. Oh, and eat like eating competitions. Yeah, I'm trying to think the answer to that. It's probably some random late night foreign something that I wasn't even watching. Handball. Handball. <laughs> I had a nice late night catch on like an F1 race sometime, but yeah. They were doing head to head. I was actually with a friend who actually like knew F1, so that's a little different. You know, Resorts World was just opened here. Stop me if I've told this story on this show. I know I said it on a numbers game. Resorts World was just opened here uh, in Las Vegas. Brand new uh, casino hotel. Three, casino, three uh, hotels in one over here on the Strip. First opening on the Strip since uh, the Cosmo opened so many years back. But they have a sports book, and there was a gentleman who worked, uh, who works, and I won't give his name because I don't know if he wants me to, but who works for IGT, which is responsible for the whole mechanics of how the sports book operates there at Resorts World. He was saying they were offering... Um, he asked me, first of all, why was I there? Because they, they were the only sportsbook in town, I think, that offered tennis spreads on uh, sets. So I was there to make a bet on Tiafo uh, earlier at, at Wimbledon. It hit. But he asked me why I was there. I told him, he goes, oh, that's interesting. He goes, we're also the only place that, uh, since you bring up F1, Kelly, that offers Formula One head-to-heads. Wow. And he said sort of to, he was like, Let's see how long that lasts. I told them it's only going to be sharp action, but they're going to have to learn the hard way. So anybody wants to bet F1 over there, there you go. Yeah, I think mine's still going to be ping pong because never in a million years would I have fathomed that I would have bet on Russian ping pong. Yeah, I can take you through my ever because you can't watch it even if you want to. Like like this, every now and then there's like a bootleg stream that you might can get a hold of. Or I was something. gonna say I was watching bootleg streams. Yeah, yeah. But like that's the only way, right? And it's like horrible angle. It's like definitely someone streaming with their cell phone, like and things like that. And I, oh, I'll bet it anyway. It's I, the only I, thing I could bet. My whole career with that Matt lasted about six hours, and it was like highly addicting at first because the matches are done in what fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, not you even can that. just yeah, you can just. And fire I, them I started over off over. like five and one, and I was like. This is fantastic. Let's keep rolling. <laughs> I was like just betting dogs. Or I'm something. amazing at this. Yeah, I am amazing at this. And then you know you lose like three or four in a row, and I'm like, I retire forever. Got it. Um, wasn't the most interesting thing about the whole table tennis thing is that they're still betting it in Colorado. In Colorado, yes. they still love it. What is that? They still love it. Oh, the oh, the lines for Olympic ping pong is out. Oh, Uh-oh. here we oh, go. Might have to, now we got some experts. Might have to dust it off over here at DraftKings. We got some uh, got some Olympic ping pong. Were you ever worried about the match fixing of that? I mean, my career didn't last long enough. Long enough, yeah. yeah, to, yeah. to think all, you know, all the way through. Well, the reason I bring it up is because there was a piece, uh, article about. Uh, did you catch this about Wimbledon? About yes. the first round of Wimbledon, both a match on the men's double side, and then a first-round singles match, which they did not specify, by the way, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. This is Visa's primetime action right here on MSG+. Plus. Those are our Twitter handles, at Beating the Book, at Matt Brown M2, Danielle Alvari, A-L-V-A-R-I, Kelly with two E's, Kelly Vieson. Um, there was a piece that said, yeah, there was a men's doubles match that they're investigating in the first round, and a singles match, which they did not specify on the men's or the gentlemen's or the ladies' side at Wimbledon, that involved a German player, not the German player, but the opponent of the German player that they're looking into because of some very strange betting activity in match. 
where it shifted. So that's a that's always a fascinating thing about tennis. Obviously, if you've got one player or two per side in the case of doubles, much easier to fix something than it would be for an entire, you know, was professionally it Timo, paid. Was it Timo Bowl? What's that? Was it Timo Bowl? Oh, you're you're calling out names? Is that what you was, was it? Was it him? No, it wasn't. It <laughs> no, wasn't Timo Boll, the German, uh, the German table tennis player that's eighty to one to win it all in the, the Olympics. The famous German tennis yes. player, <laughs> uh, table tennis player, table tennis yes, player. Yes, who is uh, yeah. eighty to one to win it all at the Olympics. Yeah, can bet not, on that at DraftKings right now. I'm not prepared to say who I think it might be on the, uh, <laughs> the men's side, but I'm just saying we might have investigated Ben Wilson and I for a little while. Some things, that. yes. Uh, all right, let's talk Open Championship. This begins as we uh, still wait for the beginning of NBA Finals Game 4. Open Championship begins again tonight. The first players teeing off. It's 11.30 p.m. Pacific, so 2.30 a.m. Eastern. So while you're asleep on the East Coast, this tournament will start. So make your bets this evening. Uh, Matt, it's golf's fourth and final major. John Rahm is the short shot. You and Kelly bet these via model. Let's start at the top. What are you looking for? Describe the course to us. What are you looking yeah, for so in a golfer? You see the pictures right here on your on your screen. I mean, this is you that. know Royal St. George's in Kent, England, seventy two hundred four par seventy. So this thing's hosted for fourteen opens. Last played in twenty. 11 here where Darren Clark won at five under. We're going to get 156 players, top 70 in ties, not 65 in ties, top 70 in ties in this. And we're not getting all of the best players' um, withdrawals. Bubba Watson, Zach Johnson, Hideki Matsuyama for COVID reasons. Matt Wolf pulled out for just whatever reason, didn't say anything. Kevin Na pulled out because he didn't like the restrictions that were going on over there with the bubble situation. And then Siwoo Kim and Sung JM both pulled out because they are trying to uh, medal at the Olympics so they can dodge having to do their two-year service in the armed forces uh-huh. over there. So um, there are all of those. That is uh, wild. I will not be rooting for anybody more at the Olympics than those guys. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. Get wild. a medal. I don't I mean, a bronze. Let's have one of our guys win the gold. But not bronze. They can <laughs> right. bronze. A medal. Yeah, yeah bronze medal bronze is fine. Is fine. Um, but as as Kelly put up on the screen there, I mean, this this course is going to be laid out really, you know, strategically placed bunkers that are these gigantic, deep, pot bunkers, you know, and, and nothing on the fairway is is laid out flat. I mean, it's going to be sloping fairways. Every single lie and or stance is going to be somewhat kind of uh, kind of awkward, you know, for these guys. And unlike a lot of Lynx courses, this one at Royal St. George's, so what, what you usually have in these Lynx courses is they're built on small areas of land. So back in the day, because these things are so old, right, that like they just didn't build these gigantic expanses, expansive courses. So sometimes holes will kind of run over each other and like be super, super close to each other. So you can be errant off the tee and like end up on just another fairway. Now you're 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 off and like maybe it's weird, but like it's not all that penal, right? Well, it's different here at Royal St. George. There's actually rough, you know. So if you're errant off the tee, you're actually going to end up in rough, and you're not going to have this optimal situation just sitting out on a right. on another fairway. Out, and not out. just rough, some high stuff too. Yeah, because you get some knee high grass and stuff. That you're yeah, because they've gotten some rain over there, and with that is um, one of the guys that I was listening to this morning said the thing that's very different about just the rough that's over there now compared to what, you know, you've even seen, you know, when this course was played in 2011 is the fact that they've had so much rain recently that there grows this little under layer underneath the longer stuff that like that stuff kind of just retains the moisture. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then then it's just incredibly hard 
to just like chop it out of there. So now <laughs> to get into that super deep stuff, you've got to, you're gonna have to be way off. There's a first cut and a second cut. You know, like there is a lot of these other things. So like you'll have to be way off of the fairway, but still, if you do get out there, I mean, you know, it's basically a penalty stroke for you uh, in all that. These greens are gonna play super tricky because it's just like the fairways. Things are gonna be sloping and multi-leveled, and you know, it's gonna be you know one of those things like we talked about. Many times. Greens in regulation here, the last time they played was sub 56%. So, I mean, like, it's just very, very hard to get the ball to stay on these greens. Um, last seven open winners were all in the top seven for the week in scrambling, if that lets you know anything. They had to be awesome scramblers to try to get up and down from the ball rolling off these greens. If you're wondering which type of players fit into that, the guys who are top 15 in that area, in this field, uh, Patrick Reed, Justin Thomas, Oosthuizen, Bazudenhut, who I'm on, Jason Day, Ricky Fowler, Cam Smith, Jordan Spieth just outside the top 15 at 16th um, in the field when it comes to to being able to scramble really, really well in these conditions. Uh, weather is going to play a huge factor here. This is the thing that I'm sure if you listen to Gill's shows all week long, if you listen to any of the guys that we've talked to, I mean, it's going to be a huge factor here. You're looking at the weather um, right now. I'm looking at this wind tower that is the closest one. We are. We are all, all every golf better in the world has the one link to this one, this one weather tower <laughs> up in right. one of their, uh, one of their uh, tabs. And, and with that, it does look like the afternoon tea times are going to get a little bit better of it than yeah. the morning tea times in round one. After that, everything's pretty steady um, for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But... It does look like the it does look like the morning the, the afternoon tea times here are going to definitely get the better of it when it comes to the gusts as well. Like twenty six like twenty to twenty six mile an hour gusts in the earlier rounds to where in those afternoon ones it looks like it kind of settles down to more in that at uh, 15 to 18 range. And again, it, there's a massive difference between a 15 mile an hour gust and a, and a 26 mile an hour gust. It can blow your ball all over the place uh, as far as where it can go. So if you're looking for golfers that do have those afternoon tee times on Thursday, maybe you want to make some of those first round leader bets because maybe your first round leader comes from some of these afternoon tee times. Uh, Jason Day, Tony Finau, Patrick Cantlay, Matt Fitzpatrick, Colin Morikawa, Charlie Hoffman, Russell Henley, uh, Terrell Hatton, Xander Shoffley, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, Tommy Fleetwood, Adam Scott, Rory McIlroy, and Patrick Reed all have afternoon flight times tomorrow. So, again, if you're into playing those those kind of first-round leader, you can at least look at maybe that group of people. Yeah, and it's uh, that stuff's tricky because I think the other thing worth pointing out here, Matt, is like this is like the kind of weather we're dealing with in this area of the world. It can change so much. So I, I mean, I think that, that's something I definitely looked into as far as guys that I was trying to target. But you don't want to overthink it too. No, 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 no. You know no, what I mean? For sure, for sure. I'm with you. But it's just it's one of those things. Where like especially for like a first round leader. Yeah. Then if, it's it's super. Important. If if it yeah. looks like there's not going to be any difference in the morning or afternoon for the rest of this tournament, if you can like get it the slightest of edges because you think that it's going to be a little bit favor- more favorable conditions in the afternoon, then you know it's something I'm willing to to look at if I'm going to play a, you know, play one of these. Uh, play one of these first round leader type bets. But uh, as, as far as stats that I looked at, Kelly, maybe you looked at something different from me, but I, I'm, 
I, I'm off the tee here um, is is one of the first things that I looked at. Strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained approach, as we always do. Uh, strokes gained around the green got a pretty heavy yeah. uh, piece of the pie for me this week. I did ball striking. I did a very small amount on sand saves just because I do want to see which guys play better out of the sand, especially considering that if you get in one of these pot bunkers, like it could be really, really bad for you. I mean, this is one of the things where you're going to see – this week, depending on where it lands in these bunkers, Gil, like if it rolls up to the very front, oh, they're going to have to play sideways yeah. or backwards or whatever. Like you're, you're not going to be able to hit the ball forward, you know, out of this thing. So that's what, that's what makes these courses so oh, fun. It's, it's going to be neat. Yeah, like yeah. Gonna, you're going to line up and there's going to be a guy facing backwards and there's a lot of hitting those, the ball backwards. There's a lot of those that are right around the green. So those are like, you know, Matt, those are why like approach is so important. Like it, approach is important always, but on cor- different courses, it's important for different reasons. And that on this course is one of the most important reasons because you you got to be able to get on the green. Don't hit it in one of those greenside yeah. bunkers because it might take you four shots just to get out of and, there. And even that, the reason why I think around the green and scrambling is so important. Uh, so, by the way, proximity 75 to 100, scrambling, and then I did a very, very small amount on bogey avoidance as well. But um, the reason scrambling and around the green is so important because you can hit an awesome approach shot, but it hits one of those weird like crevices or hits yeah. one of those weird undulations and it's going to roll off the green anyway. Like it's going to just bounce off. You're going to get a weird bounce as it is. So you have to be able to be comfortable. You have to be one of these dudes that's kind of cool, calm and collected. Like, the two years ago version of John Rahm, I'd have faded like all mm-hmm. over the place because this was a guy who was like close to breaking a club every single time that like something didn't go his way. Now, seems like he's gotten a little bit more perspective on life and has well, chilled out a little bit. More. What was Brooks Kepka's line about this course? Yeah, he was just, he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really like this course. All that <laughs> I don't really like, like yeah, this. I don't really like well, Now, watch him come out and just destroy it. it. Bubba yeah. Watson, who's not playing this week, he's like, he was asked about it. He's like, I hope it rains, in, it rains a ton and it's really windy because I'm not going to be there this week. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, looking at the top of the of the, of the the odds here, I mean, listen, I'm I'm on a lot of these chalky guys. I know Reed Fowler was saying that he didn't like all of that. I mean, look, I, you look back at Darren Clark, and, and yeah, he came out of nowhere to win in, in, in 2011. But like I kind of said jokingly to him, but I honestly believe this. I mean, in 2011, think about this. It was 10 years ago. These guys are all 25, 26 or younger. They were either in middle school. Like, Victor Hovland's 23. He was in middle school. You know, I mean, like, so these guys have – it's just a different breed of golfer that that we're – that are teeing it up this time around, you know, 10 years later. And it's a much deeper pool as well of golfers, yeah. of really good golfers as as well. So, like, Jordan Spieth is, is one of the guys top of my card. You know, 11 – 11 finishes a T19 or better in his last 13 starts. He has six starts since his win at Valero. And of those, he's gained with the driver, the irons, and around the green. And all six of those, he's got three top tens since that win as well. Him, Rory, and Brooks are the only players with three top ten finishes in the last five British Opens as well. And he's seven for seven in cuts made in these Open Championships. And so you look at a guy that is good around the green, is creative, that I think is going to be able to understand how to deal with these weird lies and weird stances. You know what other course has kind of some weird lies and weird stances and stuff like that? Augusta National. Augusta National is a place that Jordan Spieth has had a ton of success. And so really like Jordan Spieth at, at the top of the board. I mean, you're going to, you see these guys. I mean, it's, it looks like I'm playing like a chalk fest here, but I mean, I was going to say, just define for folks what you mean by championship player pool. Does this mean that you have them all in outrights or you just have them spread out in all kinds so of So I have outrights on obviously the top guys. So Kepka, Spieth, Thomas, I played a Hovland's in the board. 
if you've been watching the show long enough, you remember when I was trying to get out in front of Hovland's yeah. like heater. And so yeah. five months ago, I went and just bet Hovland for all the big tournaments because I wanted to get these like fat numbers. And I did get a better number than's available now. Not all that much better. But I so I've had that ticket for five five months or whatever, something like that. Um, uh, outright on on Berger and Fowler now Burns uh, and Guido and, and Bazudenhut, those guys. Uh, do have outrights on them, but at a smaller at a smaller amount than all the rest of the guys because their numbers are just outrageously long. Like um, Burns, I think it, it, the shop here in town that I was able to get that. I mean, is like way off market. Like Burns is like eighty. 90, 100, maybe 110 to hmm. to one at a lot of places. I got 180 on him, oh, wow. you know. So Jeez. it's like just so it's you know again way off market with stuff like that. Um, Kelly, what did did you look at anything differently I, for st- me from from stat, from stats wise? Stat wise sounded like we were pretty much very very similar. I did weigh a little bit more on some of the putting just because. Like if you're on the green, like yes, the around the green stuff's going to be crucial. I think the scrambling, I did weigh sand saves a bit around the green, green short game, which is around the green mm-hmm. and putting, and then opportunities gain. Just because if you get on the green, it, you know you got to be able to capitalize and th- those holes that you are able to get on in a second shot. I want guys that can make some birdies because eventually you're going to have to do that, right? Like the a lot of these, especially Open Championship and a lot of major golf, we talk about it's kind of. More important to minimize the mistakes, but you do got to score, you know, eventually. So I, that I did weigh putting uh, a little bit more than I guess I was expecting going into it. But um, yeah, as far as guys I landed on, look, I'm really heavy on Kepka and Spieth, and I'm sorry, I know, I know Matt is, and I'm sure anybody watching out there has been hearing that all week long. It is just. It, between statistically how these guys rank in the models that, that I've run over the last 12, last 24, last 36, between that, their success in open championships over the past five years uh, going back, uh, those guys were uh, this just really above almost everybody else that I looked at uh, pretty significantly. So Kepka Spieth are, are two that I'm on outright wise. I've got a mixed in matchups. I've got a mixed into uh, some top top speeth and top 20. Um, and then other guys, Patrick Reed. I just love, I'm not a big Patrick Reed guy, but I love him on a course like this where you're going to have to be creative. You talked about where mm-hmm. he ranks scrambling wise, Matt. He's a guy that can somehow look like he is, has no chance on a hole off of the tee and somehow recover to make part. And that's yeah. a guy I love this week. Well, that's two guys you and I are on together in Kepka. Yeah, and, the, and, and then one guy, one guy I really wasn't expecting to be on this week, but I, you know, I think I said this a couple weeks ago when I played him. Patrick Cantley. I really looked at guys who were coming in hot to this tournament. Cantley, 13th at Travelers, 15th at the US Open, won the memorial, 23 at the PGA, had some miscuts before that. But this guy's coming in really hot. Last 12 rounds model, he was the tops in my model. And then I chose some guys, Berger, just a massive number, 71 to one on a guy that we know can win. Mm -hmm. And honestly was up there in some of my modeling too. And then going to, I, my biggest top 20 bet is on Paul Casey. I cannot live through betting another outright on Paul Casey, but my biggest top 20 (laughs) bet is on him. I love him this week. Yeah. Some of those other guys you see on there, Harris English, Russell Henley, Harris English, Reed Fowler hit on it a bit. 
Both those guys coming in very hot. Both incredible players in windy conditions. Both done well at Honda Classic and some of the other tournaments. We see that wind at. So, yeah, that, that's everybody I got going this week. But yeah. it sounds like you and I are seeing, seeing things pretty similar. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of expand here after the after the break on a couple of these guys that you and I are on together. Because, I mean, there are there are some numbers here that, that, that back up kind of why in a course like this, in a situation like this, and in these conditions that we think that we're going to see these guys in that uh, really does. It, it makes for a play on this guy. Spieth plus 125 over Xander certainly bucks what so many have said uh, on the network this week. We will uh, expand all those golf thoughts. We'll get to our one and done and our draft. Danielle, you ready? Golf draft sure. coming up. <laughs> sure, she says. <laughs> and we'll update the basketball game. It's Beeson's Primetime Action. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Back on Visa's Primetime Action, live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. 4.30 left in the first quarter. Phoenix 18, Milwaukee 11. Um, Milwaukee obviously uh, not getting it done offensively. They were 4 of 14, making 4 of 15 now, I believe, from the field. So that won't get it done. And Devin Booker looking good early in this one. Giannis quiet uh, in the early going of this game. So uh, we'll see if the Bucks obviously very early. Connaughton passes up the three, drives, kicks it out. Uh, Bucks trying to cut the lead. But uh, early going in this one, much basketball to be played. But Phoenix looking good early on anyway, and the total trending way under at this point. So Did Aiden just grab another rebound? He's got five already, by the way. That's fun. Five boards for Aiden. What's the number, 12 and a half? 12 and, a half. 12 and a half over. Uh, okay, more golf thoughts from you. Sam. Yeah, I'll talk about the guys we have in common, and then I can expand on some of these other guys once we when we, when we do the draft. I'll have uh, plays on them. But, you know, he was uh, – Kelly's on Patrick Reed, and, you know, I'm on Patrick Reed as well. I don't like the guy, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, two top 20s in the last three opens. Excellent short game. Excellent around the greens. Fourth in this field in scrambling. Over the last 36 rounds, seventh in sand saves, 12th in strokes gained around the green. And then if you go back 50 rounds, so if you want long-term success, you know, uh, third in scrambling in this field, eighth in strokes gained around the green. One of the things Patrick Reed is just known for is being able to is being able to just navigate around uh, around the greens and, and have some, as Kelly mentioned, being creative and things like that. And that's one of the things he's been able to do and, and he's really good at. So I couldn't just leave him out. And then Brooks Kepka, who I have probably the most money on I've had in quite some time. Um, <laughs> yes. in, that was me in the, what was it, U.S. Uh, Open? Yeah, it was, it's a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jordan Spieth so, for me this week. You know, um, More money than I intended. Yeah. <laughs> top 10, uh, top 15 finish in, you know, we talk about this guy being a, just a major, you know, robot. Top 15 finish in 17 of 21 majors. I mean, Good Lord. That's... It, it's a top 15 finish in 17 of 21 majors. He has a combined... He's 84 under at majors since 2016. This is per Justin Ray, which is 63 strokes ahead of the closest, next closest incredible. golfer. They it's kept incredible. showing that graphic yeah, during the U.S. The US Open. Open. Yeah, it was incredible. amazing. Yeah. And he, he ranks number one. Oh, it's actually on the – look at that. It's, it's actually – Links courses. It's yes. actually on the screen. Right? It's yes, not just he's, America. He's number one in both total strokes gained and strokes gained average per round on link style courses – in this field, and again, if you want to talk about his form, and maybe it's a little bit under the radar, just whatever, but his form, oh, he was T2 at the PGA, he was T4 at the U.S. Open, and then he was T5 at the Travelers at the end of June. He gained seven and a half strokes ball striking alone in those in those starts, and like, it's just, the, the guy is, is, is built to care more about these majors, and he's going to go over there. And he's going to play well. I have no doubt in my mind. He's already doing that whole Brooks thing where he's trying to create his own headlines. Like, you know, we, we, we said it last segment, but he goes, ah, Brooks, what do you think of this, this course? He's like, yeah, I don't really like this course all that much. And they're like, oh, what do you think? Of oh, I hadn't picked up a club since the Travelers. And, and, then, and then they're like, oh, well, you know, you, you only have this in the Masters, you know, for career grand slam. And he's like, yeah, I'd like to win all the majors back to back. He's like because he's won the other two back to back. You know, he's like so I'd like to win all the I'd like to win all the I'd like to win all the majors back to back and I really like St. Andrews where they're playing next year. 
So he's like just basically like just <laughs> messing like, with people. Just, yeah, just messing with them, like saying like, yeah, I better go ahead and win this one because I really like the one next year. And you that know? is and why it, he's the only bet so far in my account. Yeah, he, it's like the dude's crazy. He's on headlines. He's like yeah. doing stuff to pump himself and, up. And Matt, you know? it's one of those that like people underestimate how smart he is. Like he's a smart dude. Just because yeah. he's like he's not a big talker and like we always feel we're always like, oh, he's one of the big hitters. Like what a meathead, you know? Like no, Brooks is a smart guy. I've had a couple conversations conversations with him and it's yeah he, he might not be the happiest yeah. guy talking to media but he, he's a sharp dude the the other you know the thing with me is the like i said selectively fading rory and 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 full fade on bryson like bryson wins this tournament like i'll take donations on venmo or something or whatever like uh, you guys can <laughs> you guys can you guys can donate to me or whatever on on that like it, it's uh everything pointing against him really i mean high ball flight for him he's a he's plays that gouge and 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 go tournament and he's just not listen you can't do that here you're gonna land these pot bunkers you're going to get in that that deep deep rough like we're talking about. Like you just you just can't do the, the gouge technique here. It's just not going to work. And so I just don't see him changing that. I mean, who knows? Maybe he comes out and he's only he hits it head high from like the, you I, know yeah. and like he's just yeah. I, don't I know. agree with everything Matt Brown just said. However, if you want to bet him at like thirty eight to one, which I don't I've blame seen you. Pop up. I cannot. No, that's that's the other thing. It's like, but the number has gotten to a point now to where someone says I'm, I want to bet him outright. I'd be like. I would either bet him. That's the only way I'd bet him. Yeah, right. Because he's either going to contest for winning this thing, or he's going to be going home on Saturday. Thirty-eight to one. How far we have fallen in such a short time on Bryson. One and done, and our golf draft, our season-long contests. That is next, right here on Vsin's Primetime Action. Adjusted season win totals in baseball as well. football season is right around the corner and that means the VSIN college football betting guide is coming soon. Our experts look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule and early season trends to watch for so you have a betting edge this football season. The guide's only $19.99 and discounts are available when you buy early so now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we have to offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Gil. Danielle, uh, what are we watching? Uh, the last, last sequence of this basketball game, Giannis uh, is given a three. He proceeds to airball it, which ends up effectively being a pass to Bobby Portis. Portis puts it up. No one boxes out Giannis. Giannis with a putback jam. Next time down court, Giannis, before the, the possession could even really get underway, decides, I'm shooting a three, misses that. And then the next possession, Pat Connaughton, of all people, I think he airballed the three. Oh, he airballed no. it, yeah. Uh, I just saw these stats. These two teams, this whole series, man. But the, the first quarter, they are two for 14 combined from three. And it's Phoenix 20, Milwaukee 16, mm. with 47 seconds left in the first quarter. Jeez. Phoenix uh, 0 for 4. Yeah, th- these are the games where I'm like, the Jazz sitting at home right now are like, we made so many threes this year. Like, these guys cannot make a three to save their lives. Well, yeah. that's why you can't, that's why you can't talk about each of these games for more than a day. Like, it's, we, we get the extra day of rest. We're like, what else are we going to ask? And then something like this happens. You're like, oh, of course, this is how I saw this happening. Uh, meanwhile, close ball game, you know, almost at the end of the first quarter. All are right. drafting? We're golf drafting. Okay. We're golf drafting, and we're getting it done this one segment because Isaiah Ringle says there's no way we can do it. <laughs> well, then we're, right. we're definitely oh. doing it then. Brooks Kepka, top 10, plus 160. 
No, all right. I'm going to do McElroy top 10 plus 160. Brooks Kepka minus 120 over Louis Oosthuizen matchup. <laughs> Brooks Kepka top 5 plus 350. I'm going to do Jordan well, well, Speeth. Uh, Jordan Speeth well, uh, well, uh, top uh, <laughs> Jordan Speeth <laughs> top 10 plus 135. <laughs> so there's a prop on here on DraftKings that it's big guns versus the field. Do you see this, Kelly? Oh, I saw one of these, yes. Okay, I did so have one of these circled, actually. I'm going to take this plus 225. So the big guns plus 225. That's Rom, Kepka, Dustin Johnson, McElroy, and Thomas all together. You're, the you're field. on them? Yes, so okay. plus 225. Okay. I'm going to do Jordan Spieth, top former winner at plus 225. Oh, look at you. Uh, top 20, Daniel Berger. That's burger to you. Love it. Plus 165. 23-20 Phoenix at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> like good Phil Gilson. What a pro. No, he's, well, ta- he's taking his time. Like Ricky so. Fowler, yeah. top 20. Um, I just have to find the uh, plus 275 on him. Again, Ricky Fowler, a guy that I am I'm pretty high on here. We talked about this. The reason that we like some a lot of these guys, Ricky Fowler has made nine of ten cuts at the Open. He has three top sixes or better in Opens and in very windy conditions, which we expect this to be very, very windy conditions over the last 36 rounds. He is first in this field. Strokes gained tee to green, sixth in ball striking, 12th off the tee, and 15th in approach for Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler, top 20, plus 275. Ricky Fowler, Isaiah Wrinkles guy. My turn. Um, I will take <laughs> I will take um, Spieth, top 10, plus 135. No one's grabbed that yet? Oh, look okay. at you. Uh, I did. You did? did? You okay. got Spieth, top 10? Yeah. Oh. Okay, then I'll do um, <clears throat> American winner, plus 120. All right. Ooh. Um, All right. That's at plus 120. Wow, okay. Like that. Paul Casey, top 20 plus 120. Bryson of the Shambo to miss the cut, plus 225. Nice. Had a feeling that was coming from someone. Christian Bazutenhut is our top South African at 4 to 1, plus 400 <laughs> on Bazutenhut. Here's a guy, again, that I like a lot. Long long number here. You can get uh, you can get him in top 20 markets if you want to, top 30, top 40, something like that. Kelly, guess who's 12th in this field over the last 24 rounds in scrambling? Oh, it's Bazutenhut. Guess who's 12th in this field over the last 24 rounds in proximity from Bazunu. 75 to 100? Yes, if you go back 36 rounds, he's third in scrambling, 16th stroke gained around the green, 17th stand safe, 20th. Proximity 75 to 100 yards. And by the way, in the PGA Championship, you might forget this because, you know, you, you only remember where people end up finishing. Right. PGA Championship. He was T5 heading into the final round, shot 77. Who was oh, T5? Oh, U.S. Open. U.S. Open. He was T9 heading in the final round, then shot 76. So this is a guy who's contended in majors. He's been there. He just had bad final rounds. So, so he's going to be around. He's a guy I had circled. I might add him tonight. All right. Speed top five plus 270. Look at you. Okay. All Speed. I got to get away from Speed now. Okay. Um, we're going to go Harris English top 20 plus 200. Uh, did anybody do the Speed over Shoffley uh, tournament matchup yet? I mean, I bet it, but go ahead and play it in this. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see it at DraftKings. Are we only doing DraftKings matchups? Yeah, DraftKings market. Oh. Yeah. 
I don't see it. Oh, man, I you don't can prove it. Like, say, wrinkle, right? I don't see it. Oh, I'm not ready. Not ready at all. Uh, okay, in that case, uh, I will do... Do, 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 do. Sorry, guys. Uh, the wrinkle's going to be right. We can't let this happen. <laughs> He's probably downstairs cackling right cackling. now. Cackling. Uh, just picture it. I'm going Sergio, top 30, plus 165. Okay. Uh, Bryson to miss the cut at plus 225. I already just did it. Did that. Uh, to miss the cut? Yes. Yeah. That's a very unfortunate one for me. I'll take Scotty Scheffler to miss the cut at 225 then. I say his cackle just got louder. I'll go Paul Casey, top 20, plus 120. I already played it. Damn. Okay. Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> We're so bad at this. Tommy Fleetwood, top 20, plus 145. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, Russell Headley, top 20, plus 350. Uh, and I will go uh, top 20, Tyrrell Hatton, plus 145. I like that. I like that a lot. They have double and triple chance as well. Yeah, which are yeah. some interesting ones if you wanted to kind of like start to look at, at some to, of those. I was trying to find a perfect one there. Okay, one and done. Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, plus 750. That one's interesting. Oh, are we to have one more round? Or are we done? No, no one we, and done. We're, we're Brooks we're Kepka done. for me. You guys can't play him. I am. So when he wins, y'all will be happy because you're betting him anyway. Uh, I'm, yep. take, I'm taking John Rahm, my one okay. and done. And I got Jordan Spieth. That was very easy. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Rankle, you are a loser. Isaiah, what are we supposed to do for the next 40 seconds? Yeah, look at that. Um, seriously, though, uh, if, if you look at a couple of other guys here, we talked about Mizuno. Uh, I'm playing uh, Guido Migliazzi. He's playing some of the best golf in the world right now. Uh, two second-place finishes overseas in May, T4 at the U.S. Open. He's even T35 at the Scottish Open last week. You can get real long odds on him. And then um, if you really, like I said, Brooks, Spieth, JT, I know it seems chalky. These guys have the game, man. This is what this is. This is this is what this is all about. Like, try to make some money. Play them in some derivative markets. You don't you don't have to play outrights on all these guys. Isaiah Wrinkle, documented lifetime 0-1. Buy his 10-star package tomorrow. Coming back. Adjusted Major League Baseball season win totals of DraftKings. These are great. And I think very bettable. We'll update the basketball game as well. It's Vison's prime time action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. For the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app and use promo code VSIN to get started with the only top rated sportsbook that matters DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or in Indiana, 1 809 with it. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Gil. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, pace of scoring has definitely picked up in the second quarter, early portion of the second quarter in this ballgame. 30 to 29, Phoenix make it 33 to 20. As Jay Crowder is just left wide open for a three-pointer, and he uh, he knocks it down. 33-29, Phoenix, 8:40 left in the second period. Danielle, you have something that I I love. Uh, DraftKings has put up adjusted season win totals in Major League Baseball. Yes. So let's take a look at the AL first here. So White Sox updated win total now at 93 and a half, as is the Astros. The Red Sox, 91 and a half. The Rays, 90 and a half. The Yankees, 87 and a half. So are the A's. The Blue Jays, 85 and a half. The Angels, 82 and a half is the number there. Indians sitting at 81 and a half. The Mariners, 80 and a half. The Twins are 77 and a half. Royals, 71 and a half. Same as the Tigers. The Rangers sitting at 66 and a half. And then the Orioles, 58 and a half. So those are your updated win totals for the AL. Ben Wilson, Todd Wishnev, and I, uh, we're just going to do, because we did primetime action last night, Matt, Kelly, Danielle, and I, we did the uh, second half prediction segment. We were just going to go over that in the morning, and then we discovered these, and we ended up doing three segments on it because it was so much fun to go through. Uh, I'll tell you the first one that leaps off the page here for me, because I know you reacted, I think, to the Blue Jays. Maybe I was wrong. But the Twins, 77 and a half, Matt. Danielle and Kelly, 77 and a half. The twins are 39 and 50 to go to, to win 78 games. They must go 39 and quick math, 39 and 33. No, 39 and 34. The rest of the way, the twins must go 39 and 34 to eclipse that adjusted season win total. And they're going to be sellers in a couple weeks. Yeah. They're, how are they doing that? Yeah, Nelly Cruz is going to be gone. Likely Donaldson's going to be gone. Like, uh, there's Barrios. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a, a lot of guys that could be gone because again, it's like they built this team thinking they were going to 
right. go contend. And we thought they year. would. Yeah. That Not they were so gonna, much. That they were going to go contend this year. But you've got an, some of these old guys where you're kind of like, well, if we can get something in return – and then we're just gonna if we got to rebuild anyway, then let's let's go ahead and get something in return for these older guys. So yeah, I mean I'm I, that that one's that's crazy to me. And Gil, I, I, that reaction that he had before, I don't think it was to the Blue Jays number. I think it's what I saw. And remember after Game One of the NBA Finals, they played that highlight of like the ten passes by the Suns. Oh yes, like, at the end oh, of the first crazy. half. Well, they just had one of those going again, but like the tenth pass ended up like right in Brook Lopez's lap. So oh, I, I, I think that's what yeah. Matt was reacting no, to. It was, I saw it. It was like it looked like it was going to be this awesome like, <laughs> and, there, and then just, Jay Crowder just like whatever reason goes, oh here you go, <laughs> here you, you know, yeah you take this, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it was the Twins that. We, that we immediately Todd immediately seized on, and I think he's a hundred percent right about the twins. Like that, I wish again a chapter five bajillion four hundred and however many thousand uh, of of wish we could bet these yeah. here in Nevada. But the under on that looks like about as good a bet as you can have in anything right now. I just don't understand why anyone would think that would go over. Anything's possible, of course, but that just seems to me to be out of whack. Because you're you're looking at like I said, so Nelson Cruz like of being on the move, Josh Donaldson like of being on the move. The the you, maybe they get rid of Brios as well. Then you also have like no reason to rush back Byron Buxton at this point. Like I mean, why you know yeah. I mean like so make sure that he's you know super healthy considering his you know repeated injury situation going on with him. So you're you're looking at this like super young team with a bunch of, of guys that they didn't plan on actually playing for them over the course of the year. Like I, I, I would be like that one. I would bet that one for sure. I would bet it more than once. By the way, we got a tie ball game now, Phoenix and Milwaukee tied up at 33, seven minutes left in the second quarter. Phoenix had a pretty big lead early on. Didn't quite get a double digits, but they were, uh, they were playing very well early on and the bucks have managed to grind their way back in this one at least uh, at this point in the ballgame. See the NL, Danielle. What do you got there? Yeah, so we take a look at the NL side of things. The Dodgers, I remember this being over 100 before the season started. Now, 98.5. The Padres, 92.5 as of the Giants. The Brewers sitting at 88.5 with the Mets. The the Reds, rather, 84.5. The Phillies, 82.5. The Braves also at 82.5. The Cardinals, 80 and a half is the win total there. Cubs, 79 and a half. The Nationals, 78 and a half. The Marlins drop off here, 72 and a half. The Rockies, 68 and a half. The Pirates, 62 and a half. And the Diamondbacks, the poor sweet Diamondbacks at 59 and a half. Well, let's talk about some of those. I mean, Dodgers, for all we've talked about the Dodgers, Mm -hmm. they're still at 98 and a half. Yeah. Which is just amazing. But as you said at the top of the show, Matt, uh, we don't know about Clayton Kershaw. We don't. I mean, I... (laughs) I guess this is just baked in the stuff that we kind of joked about yesterday, but it, we all know that it, it is reality that I guess they'll just go buy a team if they have to. If they have to. Uh, yeah, they yeah. would have to go uh, to exceed this. They would have to go 43 and uh, 43 and 28 the rest of the way to exceed that season win total. The Giants, by the way, uh, the market ha- at 92 and a half, the Giants wouldn't even have to have a winning record to eclipse that the rest of the way. They could go, I believe it's one game below 500 uh, the rest of the way and still eclipse the 92 and a half Giants with the best record in baseball right now. The one that I, that I, we started talking about this morning, well, there was two. One, it was the Nationals. Kelly asked this question at the beginning of the show, like, what's the best Nationals bet? Is it over their adjusted season win total? Is it 
to you know to win their division or the one that we saw earlier to make the playoffs. I think we decided it was the one to make the playoffs. Uh, that was a yeah, plus I mean, ten, 10 to one. That was seemed like a pretty juicy number just to make the playoffs. But here in the NL, and I don't like this quite as much as I like Twins in the AL because I think the Twins is the best one. But the Diamondbacks at fifty nine and a half. I know that's low, but the Diamondbacks are twenty six and sixty six. They would have to go uh, thirty four and. Do to do to do 34 and 29 the rest of the way. I think I have that right. 34 and 29 the rest of the way to exceed that season win total. Now, here's my one cautionary thing about the Diamondbacks because you're like 34 and 29, you got to go under on that. We have had some analytics people on, on a numbers game, Mark Borchard leaping to mind, who does say that the Diamondbacks offensive lineup at home. If you go on a WRC plus, and I won't bore you with all the details, but that lineup is really well tailored for their home stadium in a way that the Rockies ought to be doing with their players. But that, yes, the the epic road losing streak was justified. Like not, you know, you can't see 24 losses in a row coming, but that was more likely to happen than the horrific 15 and 28 record at home. They're 11 and 38, by the way, on the road. But it should be pointed out they have six more home games down the stretch of the season than they do road games, and that the offensive players are really much better at home. Their record ought to be better at home than it is right now. So just the one cautionary tale, but the underbelly of that bullpen is so bad to expect them to go 34 and 29 the rest of the way. Uh, 34 and 28 the rest of the way, I believe it is. Um, that is asking a lot, too. I do like the Twins better, though. The Twins oh, yeah, under. For sure. I think a lot of people are probably going to look at that Rockies number as well and say, like, wait a minute, 69 wins. They've already got 40 wins, you know. They're going to be they're going to dismantle that team as well. And then secondly, they've just been running extremely on the right side of variance at home. Like this is not, I mean, they're they're 31 and 17 at home. Like, like one of the better home records. It's in, amazing. Like, yeah. Like in all of Major League Baseball. 31 like, and 17 at home and 9 and 34 on the yeah, road. They've been running incredibly pure at home, and that's gonna that's gonna regress over the second half of the season as well. And so when you consider that they're going to be down definitely their best player, maybe a couple of starter starting players along the way, and then also some regression to come and, and set in as well. Um, I think that number is, I don't know, if I had to bet it one way or the other, I'd probably bet the under on that on that Rockies team. What about the Braves without Acuna? You know, 82 and a half, again, baked in to some degree, but uh, you're expecting the Braves to be just a bit above 500 the rest of the way. They're 44 and 45 as is, so just getting above the 82 and a half. What about your Reds? Uh, that's an inter- I was sitting here looking at that, and that's an interesting one for sure. So they've played exactly 90 games. Yeah, 72 left. So they would have to go uh, to exceed 84 and a half. You're talking 85. So they would have to go uh, 36 and um, 36 and 36 the rest of the way. They would just have to be 500 exactly. Yeah, I mean, I kind of look at the Reds, and if you take a look at, at, you know, again, how bad they were at the beginning of the season, and then you start to say, like, okay, well, the positive regression started coming towards, you know, as we as we moved on here. And then you look, I mean, look, they've got, they got you know, a, a multiple series against the Cubs left. They've got multiple series against the, the, the Pirates left. I mean, like, there, there's a lot of – 
there's a lot of reason. I mean, they they play the Pirates a ton. Yeah. At the end of the season. Always look at the schedules for these. And, for sure. and they also um and they also play the Cubs a ton. And the Cubs team, again, we expect them to dismantle that team as well. So we expect those guys to be in cell mode. I mean, games against games games against Detroit as well. I mean, look, and they, they have some some rough patches as well. I mean, a big stretch against the the Nationals and then the White Sox. They've got the Dodgers a couple of times as well. But um, I definitely think that that, that Reds number could get over. Yeah. 37 and 35, mm-hmm. by the way, just to uh, correct myself. That's what they would have to go to exceed that season win total. But I, the Twins under, to me, is still the best bet on the board of all of those because there is no scenario where they don't sell. At this point, mm-hmm. there is just no scenario. I mean, I guess if they won every single game outside of the All-Star break to the deadline, maybe they would reconsider for a second, but that ain't happening either. Milwaukee 39, Phoenix 37, 5-12, make it tied up now, 39 apiece, with uh, 5.08 left in the second period of Game 4 of the NBA Finals. That Reds team, 26 games left between the Pirates, the Cubs, and the Tigers. Cubs will be in cell mode, too. For Matt Brown, Danielle Alvarez, Kelly Billen, I'm Gil Alexander. Thanks for watching. Good luck with the uh, NBA game, if that's what you're betting. And the British Open, the Open Championship, beginning tonight. Go Don't make your forget. Bets. Go make your bets. Jeff Parlay, Greg Peterson, Circa. The Nightcap is next at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.